right. Hi guys. Welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I have Derek. Derek is the founder of Euphoria Labs. Welcome to the couch, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. So on the couch, we bring founders who are doing amazing stuff out there, building amazing products. Have them talk about the products, most especially the journey that has led to these products, right? Uh, to inspire people, to let other founders know that they are not alone, and things like that. And also, of course, to promote these products. Um, so, jumping right into it, what is Euphoria Labs? Can you tell us about it? All right, all right. Um, yeah, so, um, so I would say Euphoria Labs is uh, an experimental studio. Um, to stay to start with, but basically, Fair Labs focuses on building um, immersive shopping experiences. So um, you know, we started out you know experimenting across different um, fields of immersive shopping. Started with product visualization, we did stuff with virtual trial, we did stuff with avatars, you know, uh, immersive merch with AR, VR, and all that. Um, but over time, we've sort of found our niche, which is we're focusing on building virtual trial technologies for e-commerce brands or brands that want to sell in immersive shopping ways and this basic this basically involves you know allowing people to try products on before they buy them uh, which also which helps which goes to ways to help um, to help businesses you know uh, increase their conversion rates when you know people buy and they're sure you know that what they're getting what they're seeing is what they're going to at the same time it also helps businesses sort of tests new product ideas to see if um, customers would actually want to buy this product and get feedback on the product before actually launching it. So um, so in the very short from that, you find out basically experiments across, you know, immersive shopping and all the extra possibilities to it. Yeah. yeah. So I think I like the focus on e-commerce because um, there's so much to be done. I remember how I felt about um, there was this fashion house that during the pandemic did the whole um, runway thing. Can you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hanifa, yeah. That was that was yeah. a whole defining campaign, man. I swear, I love that campaign. That was amazing. I remember how I felt. That's literally when you <laughs> when you say immersive. That's literally yeah. the picture that comes to my head, right? So, um, I. I think that's really, really amazing. So I like the fact that um, in use case you're really, really looking to kind of niche down on or focus on is e-commerce um, products and for people who are trying to engage consumers, everyday consumers, let them do things like try and help them visualize what the product is, help even like kind of shape the experience even before you get to see or touch these products. So exactly. I think that's really, really amazing. Yeah, and it's you know it's 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 a really interesting field. You know, um, there's a lot of technology involved, but sometimes there's a lot of um, should I say content involved. You know, um, and it's sort of flowing with the when you mentioned the pandemic. It's sort of flowing with the whole um, digital first nature that's happening right now. So um, if, if something you observe is like it's, it's like all these technologies are happening in their own silos, but um, yeah. over time they are coming together. So we have you know. Photography on one end, we have you know AR VR on one end, we have you know e-commerce booming on one end, you know, and, and it's like they are all sort of meeting as one uh, part. Some people call it metaverse, some people call it just the immersive experiences, you know. But you know, it will feel native, it will feel normal, it will feel weird for you to even buy something without trying it on first to see or trying it yeah. to see what it look, 
what it looks like you just like you check it out you can even create content and share you know all that kind of stuff get feedback from people you know and it, it's really going to change how how we look at shopping globally yeah 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 um i think that makes sense um really 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 interesting i think this is this is a few that i find really really interesting and exciting also so um how does it feel i think i also want to just know you know um in the last year what are what projects have before lab worked on um that is beginning to shape what you are looking to um leave down on today i remember there was this vr game or there's this game that i played from beaten up i actually played the game on instagram oh, yeah. um you know that i see a lot of experiments that you post on twitter and things like that so like um i like to know more about the things you've worked on like all like the, the the journey to you know niching down to like e-commerce basically okay okay um so 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 um you know like i said it's like an experimental studio and all of that stems from my own personal nature you know of just you know trying to see trying to push the boundaries of what's possible so for me it's like okay um so i've always had this mindset of you know i'm born in nigeria stuck in nigeria for like the first quarter of my year or something you know how do i make sure i'm not completely limited to what's possible in nigeria you know so that's so that's really where the interest sort of came in and you know i started experimenting with stuff around you know um image tracking experiences that was when i built like an ar business card sort of um project you know card bill had that out so i think mid last year ish you know got a lot of feedback from the, from the community got a lot of feedback from people you know talking about how we can leverage technology at the same time i also even did an experiment you know with um what i call it um you know did like a virtual um you know sort of campaign basically i plan to share it um but you know all that happened and more i, I just basically dodged the bullet literally um but yeah um then I was previously CTO of Taylor. Um, Taylor is an uh, African uh, design furniture furniture company, basically like the IKEA of Africa, you know. So oh while, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Taylor. Yeah. So while I was CTO at Taylor, uh, you know, I developed a lot of AR technologies, uh, which we, uh, you know, we go into Google Page Drive, we go into a couple of other programs, you know, using uh, AR VR. So basically, we could see what the furniture would look like in the space before they buy them. You know, yeah. we also had a, we also had a virtual showroom. So as opposed to a physical showroom, we would take you to when you come to see us and stuff. You know, we give you like a, virtual, a VR headset for you to explore products because you could not afford for you know to kind of start building you know showrooms, buying property here yeah, yeah, and there. So we had to innovate and we built a showroom in VR and we exhibited that you know at different um, different places, both in our own offices and you know, different other sort of events. Um, you know, there was Social Media Week, Innovation Showcase Week, a lot of stuff like that. So. Uh, so all these things sort of made me understand okay there is um there's a big barrier between what people see online and what they get in real life you know there's a lot of questions they need to ask what would this look like would this fit you know we kept up sick or get feedback from other people as i mentioned and we kept seeing the you know sort of so i started sort of uh, okay i think e-commerce might be something you know where i'd really love to uh, build my focus my things around at the same time i love social commerce a big product around social commerce so it's so we're sort of just all coming together but i didn't i didn't know you know then um i think my first major project which i did was um i think um q3 last year with orange culture orange culture is a Nigerian fashion brand um 
pretty big uh one of the biggest you know how we were able to and that was the height of the pandemic you know we were and what we built was you know um virtual models so they could do shows and all that so they built virtual 3d models avatars you know that could sort of represent the brand similar to what hanifer did but focused okay. more you know on launching the product and creating like virtual models that we consistently use so that was my first um active um foreign to um should I say, fashion and you know, uh, commerce and shopping, purely leveraging, leveraging, you know, AR, VR and 3D, you know. So and that and that campaign went really far. We got a lot of feedback, got a lot of hype for it. You know, they made a lot of um, sales and stuff, you know. So um, and after that, I started experimenting. You know, a couple of companies. I worked with a UK brand, you know, for jewelry try on, which we used them on um, Instagram. Um, did that. Then I would say this year. Um, a lot of projects. So we started focusing more um, primarily on virtual trial. So I was sharing a lot of my resources on LinkedIn actively and I started getting active feedback of people who want to build tech behind it but don't know how to do it. And I have an engineering background. I sort of understand how these things work, but I just ha- didn't sort of like um, pick on it. So I was like, okay, let's niche down from a product studio to a startup where we're solving a particular problem you know, for. Uh, for a, for a very um, set of, set of audience, at least primarily, you know, and we started focusing on. But at the same time, you know, we have um, you know very very experimental spirit. So we still launched um, you know a virtual fashion project. Uh, I think it was two months ago where we worked on you know um, sort of virtual clothing at the same time um, immersive fashion. So um, so you can tell that like I've I've had my uh, experiences love thing you know fashion try on this that blah blah. You know, but right now it's a lot clearer, and I think it was I think it was last year we sort we sort of able to properly define. You know, this is what we're going to focus on. This is what we're going to be doing. We're going to focus on eyewear trial, shoe trial, you know, body trial, clothes trial, rather, you know, rings trial, all that kind of stuff. You know, so I think it's just a combination of all those projects and all those experiences. You know, and trying to now be you know a startup that solves a particular problem space where there is a very where it's very clear this problem, and. Um, I am basically just it all just sums up to what 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 it is now today. Okay, okay, that's really really perfect because um I think I like the fact that when you talk about markets, you are not just looking at the Nigerian market, which is something really really great because that leads me to my next question, which is um when we talk about e-commerce, how do you who do you see as or who who would you say is your customer segments you know when we talk about e-commerce there's a lot there's social commerce like people like screeda there is um normal e-commerce there is different kind of niches even in the normal e-commerce you know so like how how are you how are you looking or how are you categorizing your customers who do you think would need your product who is already using your product who are you looking to work with all right um so yeah so start so starting with um like you mentioned, we're not local focused at all. Um, we're purely, purely global. We just most times when I have meetings, it's just you know, I'm based in, I'm just based in Lagos. Like me personally, I just live in Lagos, Nigeria. You know, um, our product is global focused from the onset, and we are focused on e-commerce brand. E-commerce brands that care about um, customer experience. So not all e-commerce brands sort of care about customer experience that much. Um, and one and I think a good number of D2C brands, direct consumer brands, care about e-commerce. So I would say we focus on D2C brands, you know, but at the same time, 
we've also had you know people who are um aggregators of brands like marketplaces mm-hmm. you know we've had people who already you know have some level of technology like companies that offer 3d already and okay. they have a very high client base of e-commerce brands and they want to offer try on experiences to their brands to the brands like as a feature on the on the platform also so they've also reached out to us for us to build like a collaborative um a product or plugin basically so there's so I'd, what we primarily focus on direct consumer brands who care about brand experience we've started our experiments with uh or our current product um, um experiments with local brands so local brands that i know um care about customer experience you know we have brands like mint eyewear um the brands like smiley socks which we've uh, which we're trying to work with, you know, um, starting to do kind of tiny exp- experiments, but at the same time, on the global scale, you know, with brands like Shoda in Ethiopia, brands like Infinity Jewelry in uh, in the UK. We're also working with 3DM in the UK. Um, there's, a, there's a Milan agency we're working with. They have you know, uh, a very, very crazy um, clientele. I can't mention their name because uh, you get poor. You know, so there are so there are those guys, there are agencies that already service e-commerce brands. There's we reaching out to direct customer brands, and then they are basically aggregators. So these are the sort of people that we work with. Some of them want to work on uh, on a campaign level, while some of them want to work with us on a full product level. You know, and one thing we start realizing is that uh, this is one of those markets where, yeah, there are a lot of people that are interested, but there are a lot of people that need to see what's possible to even get more interested. Interested, yeah. yeah. So, um, so like we did, I did, I, I did a demo recently of one of our eyewear solutions. You know, um, one of the brands I work with in the UK reached out. You know, they have another uh, brand that has guys like Valentino and all that in Italy. You know, and Italian fashion, they feel they are being left behind in tech. You know, uh, with the whole tech revolution, it's all happening in the UK and China and all that. And there are these, you know, big Italian uh, uh, or European houses, fashion houses that. Yeah. Once great tech that's uh, you know have reached out you know this, how do we you know how do we get started how do we sort of use it so so it's it's more of um you know as you're building very inspiring at the same time like almost as if you're creating new customers as we work with and um, like I said we just try now primarily to virtual trial so yeah um, let me not let me not block too much so DTC brands uh, agencies that already serve you know a lot of e-commerce brands. Then finally, aggregators. We're hoping at the same time, you know, African um, brands sort of catch up to um, to speed, you know, uh, and and it's even one of the reasons I started developing around the space, you know, sort of reduce the cost of getting this kind of experiences, you know, compared to the solutions that are currently in the market that are really expensive, you know, for most African brands to do. So I'm also hoping, you know, there are a lot of innovative companies that also started in Africa. But I'm also hoping that we can get to work with them, you know, to also pioneer it from this end. So yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I think what I'm realizing, um, as you keep telling me about Euphoria Labs, is that it also has a very solid um sales side, um, where you know the product itself, the creative side, is one side, and then you know getting to work with these businesses, these agencies, is another thing. Yeah, your clientele is like scattered around the world and yeah. seeing how much of sales work that goes into something like that. 
yeah yeah and and and, and the truth is um we plan to do sales um it's i mean once we um you know once we go go big on it you know one minute we focus on the sales but ironically we don't have we're not big on sales yet it's just me using the building public mentality i've had from last year that has really given most of this um this reach and it's and, it, and it's really and it's really amazing you know i feel it's one of the best sales tactics you can have especially when your budget is really low you know i've been building in public you know you said you've seen some of my stuff that's how people have seen my stuff and it, uh, send me to this person and get me to this person and get me to this person you know and and i feel if you build in public with the right channels um channels like twitter channels like linkedin as opposed to channels like you know instagram or whatsapp and all the all those kind of platforms where content is suppressed you know if you build in, in on platform being public on platforms where content is actually pushed um properly you know um there's a lot to gain from that i can sort of get quick feedback so it really a lot of the research a lot of right i love the sales or clients we've gotten so far are from just us building in public so just sharing okay we are doing this this is well I, I will literally share like a recording of my screen you know and then somebody from france will reach out to me like yo what's up uh we're trying to do this blah 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 how far blah blah okay body tracking let's go blah, blah. yeah so like um, yeah, there's a good amount of sales work we need to do. We, are, we plan to do that, but right now there's really no sales work. It's just us building in public. And it's and just it's, organically building in public. And it's moving, it's even moving bigger than us because you know we have different kind of requests that we can't sort of keep up to. Because so we have, we have to like do a proper product roadmap and know what's possible now, what's possible in the future, blah 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 and stuff, you know. So um I, I so yeah, so building in public is actually this is the sales channel, you know, and I encourage every every member of my team to also do that as if they are creators you know just forget that it's about you for and just share what you're working on um you can get personal gigs you can get you know gigs for your free labs and all that so yeah yeah that's actually really, really interesting to know building the public is really really how is, is really helping with sales and product discovery um so so far, how 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 have you been running Euphoria Labs? Have you been, has it been a bootstrap business? Are you being backed by like some VCs, some angels? Are you looking to raise money? What's the status on like how you run your day to day? Um, I mean, primarily it's been bootstrapped. You know, uh, it's barely even became a startup. You know, two months ago, uh, it's oh. been bootstrapped ever since. It's, it's been like, like I said, more of an experimental studio up until now. Um, where we're sort of focused on the startup, so it's barely been bootstrapped. Uh, we are we are already in talks with a couple of investors, you know. Um, but they're they're um, how do I put it? I was or I've been taking a bit of time before we raise funding. I sort of want to make sure we have you know um, something solid on the product end, as opposed to um, it's still very one on one ish right now. Yeah, such that you know um, we can easily like we can just we can easily sell this product or invest in this product as opposed to just investing in. Um, I feel okay. Let me right, right now. I feel it's not scalable um, system we have right now. Okay. Um, so, um, we're still bootstrapping and still trying to build a product around it. So, so it's part of the thing I said we, we have coming out. So we we're gonna launch like a new product by um, next month where people can you know um, basically to request them upload their product and 3d models and have the and have the experience done in less than a day or two you know so so until that point 
we're sort of not looking to race. We already talked with um, you know VCs just for maybe an angel round, you know all that. Um, and honestly, a lot of the a lot of the money that has been made is sort of almost sustainable ish, you know. Um, so, so, so if to, like it's almost sustainable to what you would typically raise in, like in a, maybe a very tiny precede round or a very tiny angel round and stuff, you know. So, um, so I think. Once we have that product right, we would want to raise and we would like to raise big or at least bigger than, you know, what we currently do. Uh, so, yeah, so I think that's just it. And I another thing we've been looking, but um, there are a couple of programs I'm looking to also apply to that sort of accelerators slash um, slash um, VCs. I think that's what more of what we're looking for right now. You know, just the program that can, you know, um, get us through building a global product and get us building a global product you know um, i think that's more of what we're looking what we're looking for right now yeah 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 that makes sense so you're talking about um consolidating a lot of your offerings into a product can you and is you know something coming up in the next month can you tell us about that yeah 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 so um so like i mentioned um so we they're like you know sort of three bits the content bits you know um uh, what the experience is there's the products and then finally, there is um, where you deploy those experiences to. So most times they disconnect in those parts. You know, some people have 3D models, but they don't have. Um, they have they have 3D models, but you know, they want to deploy on their websites. You know, and maybe if it's a clothes try on on the website, is really difficult to do right now. You know, same thing if you have like shoe try on, for example, it's 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 just done on Snapchat compared to other platforms. You know. You know things um getting 3d models selecting the right you know experience um that that's available that we have available that we can create for you you know fast and then at the same time um sort of making that whole process very seamless what so the product we're still releasing is a is sort of going to be like a hub where you can or a platform you know where you can you know find primary 3d models or upload your own 3d models for your product select the experience that you want you can easily see which experiences you can deploy to chat facebook your website your mobile app you know so you can use products and then you click the platforms you want you want like to we, we handle the rest from there as opposed to you know you we having a lot of back and forth or not being able to deploy your experience Get that in offering where you have experiences and we have um, platforms for deployment, you know. So that's and that's really and that's really going to be what uh, define the defining start of um, of your forella. At least, you know, uh, probably it's coming on next month, you know. Uh, I'm there, you know, I'm sure I'll send you uh, once it's out. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think at the very least, what this new product, which is going to be ready in a month time, is going to do is help people who just want to do, who want to incorporate virtual clients to just do that easily to, you know, answer most of their first questions. How do I do this? What do I have? What do I want to do? 
you know to just get all yeah. of those questions answered immediately and just get straight into the exact value they need from euphoria labs yes yes yes, yes, yes. exactly exactly yeah yeah um and so on this note i think my very last question for you would be um what would you say uh your is your greatest challenge today you know running for our labs um bootstrapping it you know ha- making even just enough to also just you know um sustain the business you know that's really amazing so like what would you say on a day-to-day base is something that is will you consider like a challenge today um i think it would be um the level of expertise of talent i think talent is that is the major gap talent and content you know um what 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 i see most times um you know are people who are interested you know in the space but experience you know so um, most times if right now i'm probably mentoring like four or five people at the same time you know trying to get them through ar and all that kind of stuff so there's definitely a talent gap that you know um doesn't make it easy for um for us to do as much as we'd love to do you know um there's also the gap of uh technical know-how you know uh not not, not, not technical know-how more like um understanding so if, if you okay if you see our new landing page I'll, i think i'll share that with you we try to be as less jargony as possible um all the ar body tracking what you're trying all those you know all those words now that we are doing and stuff this don't understand it do you get yeah. so um so we're trying to make it as simple as possible um so i'll say i'll say it's more of a uh, thing yeah you explain where we're trying to so the ux currently right now on um ar and all that is sort of pretty confusing. only for no, um, but uh, you know, this one point in tech, we're interested in like this kind of fashion or deep tech or metaverse or blockchain or crypto, sort of care this much to get you know. So, we're trying to um, abstract it from all that and make yeah. it into something, make it something, something that could be mass, mass yeah, value. Exactly. So, you should so making it something that feels normal for brands to have to get. So, they like it, it's cool, I know, but we have to do like a bit of explaining fully you get yeah. so um i think that's the major part. and we plan to really solve that with a lot of content you know with a lot of content um uh, which is why we are very creative first um we want people to come on people you know who are experts you know in their own fields people to come on and contribute to what we're doing uh, and then on the talents gap also right now i'm mentoring um in the future we plan to have like sort of like a mini academy that takes people through you know everything around ar such that you can come from a UI background or a design background or an engineering background and you're able to get started in the air or start producing content. We're going to create you know, um, sort of design language or design systems for um, AR shopping and you know, those kind of things that make it easy for, for projects. Talent and um, understanding, I think it's like the two major two major um, barriers right now. But um, if you, you know, going with the approach of focusing it on your on the audience that you know understands you the most we've uh again we're focused on people who are re- right now we're focused on people who already are interested in this kind of a- um but in the future we don't want to reach out to more and more people so we definitely need to bridge um those gaps yeah 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 that makes sense i think on this note i would like to say thank you so so much Derek, for coming on the couch today <laughs> this has been an interesting conversation what do you think 
all right yeah yeah thank you thank you so much i think i, I will enjoy talking about it now i think i've not spoken about it like this um in a while so yeah uh it's even getting me extra excited oh yeah thank you so much man appreciate it yeah um and so for everyone else that's listening make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends if you liked it you already know every single week we bring you amazing people like derek on the couch to share their product journeys with you so make sure to stay tuned and until next time yeah